0: Welcome to the Wicked Wealthy Woman podcast. I'm Gina Marie, and I am your holistic success coach. Here to help you heal, not hustle your way to success, I'm gonna show you how to discover and unleash the wicked wealthy woman you are inside. You'll be able to dream big, believe big, and become big as we heal, feel, and unleash the wicked wealthy woman you are. Today, we're talking about conviction, and how it is the number one quality fierce women leaders must have. I'm so excited to talk to Tracy today about this very important topic of conviction because it's something that I've always had. I knew I had it in myself and the things I wanted to accomplish. However, it was masked for so long, so many years behind self-doubt, self-judgment, and emotional addictions that I didn't even know I had. This kept me swirling in an internal battle of believing in myself, then quickly back into doubt and self-sabotage. I was frustrated doing personal development, taking two steps forward and three back. And I'm so freaking excited because I know that you, my community, and Tracy's too, is going to benefit greatly from this conversation. Why? Because it's such an under-talked-about topic. What really and truly stops us from stepping into our own powerful conviction in ourselves, and the things we desire. And it's a huge part of success, fulfillment, and overall happiness. These are directly related to having true conviction. This is why I'm so excited to introduce to you today, Tracy Litt. She is a sought-after success mentor for visionary women leaders that are navigating huge paradigm shifts and elevating into the next level of themselves so they can seamlessly generate the next level of their impact, wealth, and holistic success. Tracy is a certified mindset coach, spiritual advisor, rapid transformational hypnotherapist, best-selling author, and TEDx speaker. She is the founder of The Lit Factor and creator of Mind Magic, a proven methodology that marries metacognition and spirituality, neuroscience, and quantum law to expand and elevate more quickly. Her work has served thousands of women across the globe and has been featured in Entrepreneur, Fast Company, Thrive Global, and Inc.com. Her book, Worthy Human, is a number one bestseller in spiritual growth and mindset. Tracy is a powerhouse of energy. Her impact is undeniable, and her belief in human potential is palpable. You are a fucking epic woman, lady, that I am beyond proud, excited, and grateful to chat with you today here on the podcast. Welcome, Tracy. Hi. Thank you,
1: thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I yes. receive all of that. I receive all of that. So oh,
0: fun. I love it. So I love fun. the way that you receive and you teach others to receive. So. With this powerful word of conviction, I love how you say it's the number one quality fierce women need above all else is conviction. Yes, I couldn't agree more. So let's go there. Talk to me about it. Yeah. So
1: let's talk about what it is because, you know, let's, we, we always want to be in the same association or definition, right? And to me, conviction is your knowing, it transcends belief right it is your knowing your conviction is what you know like you know like you know like you know it grounds you it roots you you cannot be fucking tipped over pushed over influenced these are the things that you are convicted about you're right so we all hold certain convictions and to me they are just like my untouchable uninfluenceable knowings yeah, we will start there.
0: Okay, beautiful. And so I love how you say that it's about your own being because I think that a lot of people want to believe that conviction is about just a belief, right? And our beliefs, we can change them. And so I really believe that our beliefs can actually hold us back from that conviction.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how yeah. is that? But well, your belief or lack of belief, you know, so that's why I love that we're drawing the distinction at first. So your convictions, like I said, they are, they are your knowings, they are your, I will die on the sword for this because that's how deeply and untouchably I know this. And it's interesting because when you were talking, you know, prior introducing me and sharing the things you were sharing, you said, I've had convictions up my self-doubt and perceived limitations prohibited me from sharing, speaking, embodying said convictions, which is what makes convictions and beliefs not the same. And it's always the very third dimensional human limitation of Fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, fear of what people are going to think. Oh my God, if I actually shared my convictions, who's going to abandon me? How many people might I offend? Who am I no longer going to please? Like, where am I going to be exiled from, right? But if we are not willing as fierce feminine leaders to share and message our convictions then you're not a fierce feminine leader. I'm going to call it out. As you know, I will. Yeah. You are following. You are shrinking. You are hedging. You are contortionisting. You are still wanting to be all things to all people, right? A conviction is disruptive in nature. Mm -hmm. This calls you to actually become your own approval and speak through the lens of, this is what I'm fucking convicted about. Take it or leave it.
0: Yeah, it's so beautiful. And you know what I love about this is that, you know, we have the belief and the mindset of that how we do one thing is how we do everything. And so the power of conviction, how it spreads aco- across the board, whether it's in relationships and coworkers or friends and business. Like, I'd love to talk about that, like how it's, you know, so powerful to stand in your conviction because it affects all areas of your life and the way that you show up. Yes. Because it's a, it, it is a
1: representation of your sense of self, of your relationship with yourself, of your willingness to, you know, not only, yes, it starts with, you know, visibility being safe to be seen and heard when we elevate that we're talking about authority, We're talking about, you know, we we all love to talk about grab a seat at my table, build your own table, love it all. You're not at any table. If you're not sharing and embodying your convictions and from a business perspective, it's the fastest way that you become, no, let me, let me shift that. It's the fastest way to establish resonance for those that you are meant to serve. Because when you embody and share and message your convictions, it cuts right through all of the noise that is just the natural meaning noise of the world. So it's just like, there's constant stimulus all the time. And that beautiful soul that truly needs you at that space, that season of their build, of their life, of whatever you write, however you serve, they hear you like a dog whistle clear. Mm, yeah right? Yeah. It's not hedgy. It's not fancy. It's not, maybe it's like fucking fly to honey. It's like, what? Yes. Her. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. And conviction is the
1: action of being fully self-expressed and full of self-expression is the whole, that's the whole point.
0: Yeah. I feel like when you finally step into conviction, kind of like what you're saying is like, it's you're able to lose the wishy-washiness of like showing up and like the belief like around like I have to serve everyone right if we're talking about in the service industry which a lot of you know my people are is you know they're all over here thinking they have to serve everyone it's kind of like that mentality whereas that like what you're saying is when you are so strong in your conviction then you are able to attract exactly who you are meant to work with Yes. It's more that clinging on to lack and scarcity and fear. Now you're so convicted in your voice and who you're here to serve and how you're here to serve. And they just, it's like they flock to you because of that.
1: Yes. Because conviction is clarity. Yeah. Storm, form, right? Conviction yeah. is clarity.
0: Yeah. And confidence. And so, you know, this, I'm going to go there because, you know, people who aren't in it right away, they go, well, how, how do I get there? what do I do? Yeah.
1: I, now, I, now, I
0: that.
1: now I just laugh at that question. I know, I know,
0: I know, I know.
1: I appreciate it. A beautiful audience. I laugh at it because all of the things that your mind is offering you as an answer to the how are all of these external things that your mind is running through. Right. And the first how is like, get a guide get support, be in community, right? So if you've been hedging on working with Gina, do it today. If you are touched by this and you want to come work inside the Lit Factor with me, where Gina is also, come and do that. The unbecoming and becoming process is not something you can do alone. So please don't try. Mm. And that's, it's just important and it needs to be said.
0: It's just it, period.
1: And the how is the how of within, it's the unbecoming it's the pulling all of the mud and the concrete that you have perceived as actual limitation off of you and out of you and understanding where the wounds have originated from not because you need to focus on it but simply because it's time to shine some truth and some light on it right that's kind of the unbecoming part Taking a look at, whoa, okay, so that then imprinted this in my nervous system. This is, you know, the the my trauma response is now this. So my people pleasing is really a reflection of that thing that happened. And what's keeping my, my me from my conviction more often than not? My adaptive behavior of pleasing everybody. Mm-hmm. Right? Because literally, if you look at it, you will, they are polarized, they are in direct opposition of each other. Standing in your conviction is the direct opposite of pleasing others, right? So honoring yourself to do what needs to be done to untether the part of your identity that relies on people pleasing to be, to perceive safety, it's not real safety, it's just, you know, nervous system imprinting safety and allow yourself To recognize that your highest self, the version of you, who is looking at you right now and communicating to you, listen, listen more, listen more, lean in, lean in. That version of you is like stirring with convictions and she's fucking dying. She's dying to share those convictions. And you don't want to actually get to the end of your life and die with your convictions never shared yeah oh my whole body just vibrated. that's me that that is
0: devastating devastating even think about yeah you know I it's so interesting that you share that and then the same like I literally had goosebumps and I literally had a vision of my mom as soon as you shared that because emotions as powerful and as amazing as my mom was I know that she went to her deathbed not having stepped in that conviction she is a huge reason and part of why I do what I do first for myself and then for my family and clients but she lived her whole life in people-pleasing and had amazing qualities, was an entrepreneur and things that I didn't even realize that she was until after she passed. But when you were talking about this, you know, in the beginning, you were talking about, you know, I don't think you said exactly living for other people's happiness, but that's what came to my head is that this is what really holds people back from stepping into their true solid conviction of themselves because they're so addicted to people pleasing, whether they see it and know it or not. And a huge part of the reason why I'm living is because I want to slide in sideways to my deathbed. I want to know that I live to my fullest. And the only way that I could do that, what I'm realizing is to step into my own fucking powerful conviction.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. And that's what generational change actually is. It's being able to reflect upon our parents' journey, have empathy for the fact that they perpetuated limitation because they didn't know what we know now. We are alive in the consciousness revolution This is not woo woo. This is not, uh, this is scientifically proven. This is, there is data, there is research. You are malleable. Your brain is changing literally until the day you die. Any emotions that used to be familiar can become unfamiliar. You can live in elevated emotions. You can generate, Anything that you desire, you can leave the third dimensional reality. You can generate from the infinite possibility, greater intelligence, unified field. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on and on. And to have that empathy for our parents and our parents' parents and then use that as a leverage point to get uncomfortable and evolve in this lifetime is actually our purpose it is actually why we are here and as we transcend those hand-me-downs of behaviors and ways of being right we elevate our own consciousness our frequency and then it starts to infuse and influence our children Right. And you and I have a lot of similarity, both, you know, lost our mothers. You know, I know you also lost your father. We both have daughters, you know, of young adultish age, we'll call it. Mm -hmm. And who we be is so far beyond just about you or me, like any benefits we get, it's like it's gravy. It's gravy that I get the, we get the financial freedom and the wealth and the impacts and I get to wake up and be this vessel. And it's my, it is my calling. It's not my purpose. Mm -hmm. My purpose is to show up every single day and evolve.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How cool is that? My word, you know, well, you know me, I'm a rebel. Like when someone tells you to pick one year for word, I'm like, fuck you. One word. There's no one word for me, but my big focus right now is evolve. And in my logo, I have a lotus because I believe in that evolution and that we can grow through the muckiness. And that means like the past generations and healing those and healing the future ones. And so I love the word evolve and that you brought that up and also talking about breaking generational patterns. And I sense doing this work. And what I was going to say in the beginning, and I didn't go there, but I'm going to right now is that I've been in personal development for many years. And what I explained in the beginning about clients, you know, being in personal development, taking two steps forward and three back, that's where I was when I met Tracy. I was in the two steps forward, reading all the personal development books and thinking, what the fuck's wrong with me? Why am I doing all this work? And I'm not seeing the success and moving forward. And it was because I didn't understand the emotional addictions, the thoughts create everything. I saw them as pretty cute memes, but really didn't embody it and really understand it and all the subconscious work. And that was a little tangent, but bringing it back to now really understanding about generational patterns and changing them since working with Tracy. I'm doing exactly that and leading the way for others. And it is so powerful and freeing for myself personally first with my parents. You know, we used to sit around and my brothers and I, and we would reminisce about all the shit from our childhood and how our parents or mostly dad could have made better or different decisions. And finally in, in mind magic, I remember thinking to myself, I'm pretty sure maybe it was when we had to sign the 30 day agreement of no bitching, complaining and all of that. that It's epic, right? My clients love it when I bring that shit out. But when I signed that, I was like, where can I use this in my life? And I was very intentional about it. And Because I knew already that when I had those conversations with my brother, it didn't serve me. It didn't feel good. And when I really dug deep into it, I was able to get to a space of through all of the work that my parents did the best they had with what they had. Mm -hmm. And I was able to, because of this work, because my mom got dementia, I'm not saying I'm grateful for it, but I wouldn't have the relationship I had with my dad when he died. If my mom didn't get dementia, I'm able to see things that I would have never been able to see and process and change generational patterns because of this work. Did that make sense or did I just totally ramble? No, 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 no. no,
1: no, no. It made so much sense that it makes okay. to another component that's very, very important. And I'm going to tie it to conviction. So make sure I do that because sometimes when I just talk, which is just me channeling things, I forget. So.
0: Okay. Got you.
1: What you just shared is such a gorgeous, concrete, lived example of knowing and understanding that everything happens for your highest good. Okay, I'm going to walk everyone back because no matter how connected you are you're going to tell me all these things i guarantee you you are still a little screwy on fully understanding the embodiment of highest good because highest good does not mean it's always feeling good highest good does not mean you always nail it highest good means even when it feels like straight shit, and your mother getting dementia and again moment, and, and, and you and I have been very blessed to be together d- in the duration of all of these things you've experienced, right, in terms of your parents leaving their physical bodies. And when your mother gets dementia, that's you weren't able to know what the highest good of that occurrence was while having that lived experience. It was an imperative that you stayed in that conviction because that's a conviction i know like i know like i know like i know that everything is conspiring in my favor and happening for my highest good full stop as do you right Mm -hmm. then things unfold and the universe organizes itself for that highest good and now you you just reflected to everybody who is lucky enough to be listening if my mother didn't get dementia I would have never had the depth, this makes me emotional for you, and closeness, an open heart relationship with my father the way I did when he died. Yeah. That's highest good. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. incredible right because if we would go back to the week that you that your mom got to mention all that no way there's no there how could there be highest goodness oh my you know what i'm saying that's where that's where someone who's unconscious would go correct right don't tell me everything happens for a reason we want to fight for the limitation we want to stay in our humanness we want to feed those emotional addictions we want to stay in that low level so we don't want to adopt things like everything's happening for a reason and everything's happening for your highest good. Because if you do, then you open up to trust and you realize like, what, I'm, what even am I? I mean, Tracy lit, Gina, Sam, what are we? we're just, we're just, this is who I am in this physical body, in this lived experience. Yeah, we're, We are so much bigger. We are so much bigger. Who we are actually is 0.0001% of everything that's available which is wild to think about.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: So highest good is a conviction that if I could like bequeath pour into force a <laughs> conviction in everyone in the world that would that would that would be top tier. Yeah. That would be top tier, right? Yeah. And how it connects to conviction, yay me. <laughs> I love
0: it. It's here. I wrote it. <laughs> you wrote it. Thank you. I thank wrote it. Thank you for
1: supporting me. Thank you for supporting me. Is when you know that everything's happening for your highest good, you trust and you show up. And that highest good knowing allows you to be fully expressed and stand in your convictions. Because whether or not that marriage ends or that community blocks you or that client doesn't hire you because you shared your conviction on pro-choice or I'm just, you know, saying things. Yay, because it's all happening for my highest good. I don't even need to put my focus and attention on any of it because I know, like, I know, like, I know that everything's conspiring in my favor and happening for my highest good. Therefore, watch this. This is what I actually care about. These are my convictions in life.
0: Yeah. And yeah. focus on those. Yeah. It's so epic. And I love it. And, and now my brothers and I don't sit around and talk about those things anymore. We talk about, you know, how at they were 17, 16 and 18, married, and 19 and 21 with three kids. And they talked about how at their own wedding that they heard people whispering saying they'll never make it. And it was a rocky road and a huge roller coaster ride for many, many years, but they have three amazing fucking kids. Like I'm proud of all of us and I'm proud of my parents. Whereas before we sat in the shit. And so I'm so grateful. I'm able to be in that conviction of, I was meant to have those parents, my parents to learn the lessons that I've learned. And now because of that. I am able to stand in my conviction and learn what I learn about brain health mm. and health as an overall and stand in my conviction about my mm, disappointment in our medical system. Oh yeah. and where I can make changes for myself and my family and my clients. Mm-hmm. All yeah. because of what I experienced with my parents, mm-hmm. but I'm yep. able to see that now. And now I'm able to live in my conviction because of all of this work.
1: Yes. And that's a beautiful supportive point of highest good because it's not a conviction. If you're like, okay, I know everything happens to my highest. It's Monday. Something goes down. I know everything happens to my highest good. And then Tuesday morning you wake up and you're like, where's my highest good? <laughs> <laughs> where, where, right. Or Wednesday, Wednesday. Okay, okay, fine. I'll give it another. Where's my good? Where's my good? That is a totally opposing energy. That's not a conviction. Then that's just something you want to really believe in and be convicted about. But you're not,
0: right. right?
1: Yeah. You just said, and it wasn't until like now, which is months, years later, right? As you look at the journey from your mother's dementia through, then your father's passing to date, you don't get to decide when the universe's organization of your highest good is going to reflect itself in your third dimensional reality that is not inside of your control wheelhouse that's why the knowing and the conviction of it is the only thing you actually need because it's like cool it's highest good at some point that shit's going to show me
0: right at some some point Right. At at some point
1: and sometimes It can be a week. And sometimes it's 17 years later.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I even share that with clients. Like, you know, when along the lines of the universe always provides for you, whether it's conviction, whether it's saying yes to yourself and doing the work, just, I just use this example. And I had a client the other day is that I asked her, I said, I'm really curious because I know and understand how the universe works and provides for you, especially when you say yes to yourself and you commit to the appointment. When you committed to this art session, did anything shift or change for you? And she sat back and she went, oh my God, yeah, it did. I started to think differently and see things differently. I said, that's the power of when you are convicted and say yes in yourself and believe in yourself The universe already starts to provide for you. And it may be today, it might be tonight, two hours after the session, six months or six years. You just don't know, but you believe in it and it happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every time. It never doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. It never doesn't happen ever. Wow. This is so beautiful. I love to ask this question. So, because I love stories, I am a visual person. And so, What story can you share with us around conviction personally for yourself or business that whether it was, you know, something that you struggled with or that you just had strong conviction and stepped into your power?
1: The whole reason I'm here, really. The biggest thing thing that comes through like that just came to me without me thinking about an answer yeah. Which is also what makes conviction and belief different, which is so interesting. This is such a great conversation, by the way. Love I'm so it. So glad that we're having it. Thank I'm you. So glad that everyone who's listening is here with us. Mm-hmm. So, yay. when I was getting the whisper to leave my VP of HR job to you know, come into personal growth work, there was a conviction in me. I knew like I knew that I was built for some big shit. I knew like I knew like I knew that I am a vessel for massive impact. That is a conviction. How it was going to happen? No idea. Struggling and not believing I was smart enough around that conviction was the first thing I started to heal and reverse but the conviction was you are literally born for greatness. You are actually going to change the world. You've got to follow this conviction. And that's the thing that has generated all of the internal and external success. That's it, that's the conviction. There was, there's no hedge, there was no doubt yes there was self-doubt because that's a function of your fear response your biology your nervous system which is what makes our work so critical Mm -hmm. okay there isn't a person who becomes successful that doesn't have an active relationship with their self-doubt it's 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 just a thing but there was no doubt because There's no doubt in a conviction. So just bear with me as I delineate. I'm not talking about self-doubt. I suck. What if nobody buys? Who am I to do this? Yeah, that was my my fear talk too. Go watch my TED talk. Like understand it in 12 minutes. Yeah. There was no doubt. Nothing, nothing seething, nothing lingering, no waves of it. It was literally like, oh, Tracy lit you now go figure it the fuck out. This is your conviction and it's built everything.
0: Mm. Yeah. And it's beautiful and it's epic. And you know where my mind goes, like the old me would have been like, and I'm going to just throw it out there for the ones that that go there. What about when you feel like, because right. Like my, let me gather my thoughts real quick, because there's so much I want to say and I want to put it together is that because of our old conditioning and programming, we don't even realize that we have it. Right. If yes. you're not in this work and you're sitting there thinking, going, well, what is my conviction? What do I believe in myself or believe in my whole core? If what I'm trying to say is that they don't have that experience like you had that. This is what I'm meant for. I'm meant for more.
1: I'm going to pause you and I'm going to say, yes, you do. Everybody does. You either don't trust it. You're not listening to it. You dismiss it because it seems so fucking unreasonable, whatever that bullshit means, right? It seems so outlandish. It seems like, oh, should, you know, the voices of your grandmother, well, you should just be happy for what you have and, you know, don't desire more. Like, God bless them, but they're just wrong. No one has a knowing. It's why, it's why, and I'm sure your clients have said this to you, and you've watched my clients say this to me. You know, it's like I know in my deep down that everything's going to be amazing, and then the program comes in and goes, "But why? I'm just really <laughs> afraid of this." I'm like, "Stop! Like, what are you even doing?" Yeah. If you know it in your deep down. That's your conviction. Leave it alone. So everything that comes after, even got my it. Deep- and my deep down, I know that everything's going to be okay, but let me just spend the next 72 hours just fucking freaking myself out and worrying and losing my mind and being insecure. It's like, really, you guys, we got to get past that. And you got to just stop it. Like, just enough. Yeah. Your deep down is with you. It, it, you're knowing. People call your gut, your intuition, right? Your connection to source. I don't care what you call it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I need you to acknowledge, okay, fine willing to see if i, I have this thing, right? Yeah. And the quieter you get with yourself, the more you slow down and create some cracks in your so busy day, the more it'll speak to you. Mm. Right? Yeah. My conviction of like you were you were literally born for greatness and massive impact. That conviction I didn't hear it before I heard it. I didn't know it before I knew it. So if we would go back to let's say the three years before I knew like I knew it, and you asked me, I'd be like, I don't know. Do you know? What I'm and that's okay. We're yeah. all at different points of readiness, we're all at different points of consciousness, we all have different experiences. That's why everyone also has different awakenings, different moments of awakening, different depths of awakening. You don't Be patient with it. But you do know. You do know. And if you want to, like, take this into practice and just play a little game, if I allowed myself to know, if I decided it was safe to acknowledge the depth of some of my convictions, what would they be? You don't have to tell anybody. You could just tell Gina later. You should write them down. What would they be? And then you'll even start to hear the mind fuckery in the parts of your system that get constricted. They're like, oh, but you don't want to say that. And da, da, da. like, you, you might have a conviction that you know that you are meant for entrepreneurship, but you're stuck in a, right? Like uh, in a corporate job or you're remaining a stay-at-home mom because that's kind of, you know, the paradigm you're subscribing to in motherhood or whatever the situation is. Some of you that are listening might have the same conviction that I had. Like, I know I, have. I like, like your deep down is like you're fucking awesome, right? Your deep down is like you're fucking awesome. You're like this rare gem of fabulousness. Yeah. There are people that need you, and then you like just get all human about it, and you don't allow yourself mm-hmm. to lean into the conviction, yeah. right? Yeah. Everyone does. Everyone mm-hmm. has. Them
0: yeah and you're like literally describing exactly what we do for clients it's really getting that peeling back all of the layers of the humanness to get to that core truth yeah like yeah like there it is like we're all done like right right it is
1: and that's another great way to say it too like what's your truth Right, and not what's true for you because that's perception and that changes. But what's your truth? That's why I like to say, "What are you willing to die on, like die on the sword for?" You know right. what I mean? What are you yeah. really, really like? I'm gonna, I'll fucking go to my grave with this conviction. I don't care if Oprah comes and tells me, the Dalai Lama comes and tells me, you know, whoever you deem is important, mm. because in the core of any. Personal evolutionary work that's worth doing is the principle that you are your own guru.
0: Mm. Yes.
1: And that means that trusting your convictions is the only way. Yes. And it's the only way for you to be uniquely you and fully self expressed as you, not fully self expressed trying to chameleon as someone else. That's Mm. not fully self expressed.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. All right. We could go down a rabbit hole with that one when you say (laughs) the chameleon. Like, I used to own that like it was my superpower. I'm not going to go there but so I love it and ending it on this is that like my question is to you out there listening like what is your truth really just sitting in that and like Tracy said getting quiet and if you say I'm too busy and I don't have the time to get quiet I invite you to take more time you're the one who needs more time to get quiet
1: And recognize that what's happening in that moment is your system's really afraid to know the truth. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, you know, when we talk about the honesty behind the honesty, that's the direction you have to go in to get to your
0: convictions. Yeah. I love that. This is the most beautiful and amazing conversation. I love you so much. I appreciate you so much. I am so beyond grateful. I am. You are. You know. We all know that. You know. I've been in the industry for for many years, and so all of the stuff prior to Tracy brought me to Tracy. But with that being said, like she knows, I've told her before, is that this work is what has made all the other work work, and this and this is why I teach exactly what she certifies at us in mind magic why I've gotten certified in it to teach it as well, because this is really the work that has catapulted my growth and expansion and healing in massive ways. And I'm forever grateful.
1: Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I received that like intentionally letting it in the way that we leave this world better generation after generation is by each individual being leaning in and working on their own internal evolution. Mm -hmm. We don't make massive impact and change the world externally and in any big one felt swoops, it's each individual, Raising consciousness, elevating frequency, showing up differently, eradicating old paradigms, embracing new ones. And then everything and everyone in proxy to that one being has to change because the variable of the being changed. And you imagine that in a sea and an ocean of beings and all like, you know, like, oh that person changed or like lights up and then everyone around them lights up and it's like boom, 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 boom. And it's like a, it's like a blackout over a huge city and now all the lights start to come on.
0: Yeah. That's what we're doing. It's a beautiful vision. And that's exactly what I say. Like people are, you know, we talk about different things and how creating change in the world. And, you know, I don't choose to watch news and all of that because I can't, for me, I can't change the world by watching the news and, and, you know, am I educated enough? Enough. But the way that I speak to, I'm creating change in the world is exactly that, is that I am elevating myself, evolving myself Uh, very intentionally, and do that for my family and my clients. And that's how I have the ripple effect out into the world and creating change. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's exactly right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm super excited to offer my mind magic, which will be the expansion experience that will be starting in February. So everyone can join that. I
1: need to say this because I just need to say this beautiful, 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 beautiful listeners when gina shares that the enrollment window is open to come into the expansion experience please please come back to this episode recall this conversation do not by any means listen to your thinking and leap at your opportunity to have a guaranteed transformation with her The thing that makes me the most sad that we'll continue to work on more and more is the misunderstanding of what investing is and what ROI is. The best place in the world where you can spend your monies, your time, and your energy is on you. You are the common denominator. You are the cause of the effect. And the thing about ROI, which is return on investment, is nothing will give you a greater ROI that doubles and triples and quadruples, hand over fist, year over year, than when you invest in the asset that is you. So when enrollment opens, just do it. Because that is how we are all sitting where we are sitting. It wasn't until I started investing in myself that I went from a single mother on food stamps to running a million-dollar company. That I went from relationships where I was in sociopathic environments to attracting and being able to receive the most loving man of my life. We are the generation that has to normalize investing in ourselves. Our grandparents' generation was save it, put it under the mattress, right? They're like, just money. Let's talk about it for a second. Save it, stick it under the mattress, hold on to it, lack, lack, scarcity, scarcity. Okay. Some of them, are depending on how old you are, are, great-grandparents, that was great depression. It applied. You don't live in that world anymore, right? right? So stop adopting their paradigm of spending habits, right? Then our parents' generation, depending on your age right now, was keep up with the Joneses, it's got to look out on the outside, buy the bigger house, get yourself into some debt, but make it fucking look good because they were adapting for everything that their parents didn't have or et cetera, et cetera. We are alive at a time where we know so much more and the neuroscience is so there and the data and the quantum and all the things that I could show you all the research on. When you invest in you, everything and everyone wins. Money is meant to be cycled. It's meant to be spent. It's meant to be invested. And when you invest it in you, I guarantee you, you win. And so does everybody around you. Epic. So there you go. That's my closing statement.
0: I'm like, it's beautiful. (laughs) I love it. I love it. A gavel thing, right? Right. We need it back. We need the gavel back. All right. Oh my God. How, Tracy, thank you so much. I love you. And how do our people connect with you? Yes. So
1: I'd love to have you go to quantumleapquiz.com because it's amazing. And it'll also help you Understand where you are before you go into Gina's expansion experience because there's an ascension spectrum that we built out and it'll really kind of show you where you are in your journey. So go to quantumleapquiz.com and it's super fun to take. So do that. And then at the Lit Factor on Instagram is the place I'm going to be hanging the most right now.
0: Beautiful. Amazing. And don't you worry if you miss that, it'll be in the show notes. And now, you know, because I also love fun, we're ending with a rapid round. Are you ready? I love rapid rounds. Uh, okay. All right. This one, you're going to die. You're going to laugh. Okay. One, I'm a karaoke queen who cannot carry a tune and I don't care. I need to know your favorite song. Okay. Every time I karaoke,
1: my opening go-to is I Touch Myself by The Divinals.
0: (laughs) Yes! That's always,
1: and and, and like, I'm the obnoxious girl that just has the mic. I'm always submitting songs, but I always open with that song.
0: It's amazing. And you can carry a tune. That is something like, that is incredible and amazing. I sit there in awe every time and I'm like, oh, all right. (laughs) I love it. All right. Number two, give us one self-care tip you use regularly.
1: I say thank you before my feet touch the floor every single day.
0: Amazing. I, lo- I love the way that that rolled right off your tongue. Okay, ready? Three, fill in the blank. I am a wicked, wealthy woman because.
1: Because I'm a badass and I know the truth of my abundance.
0: I love it. And you're convicted in it. I am. I love it. Thank you, love.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. This was amazing.
0: Alrighty, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. And if you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star written review. This is the Wicked Wealthy Woman podcast with me, Gina Marie. Remember, everyone, including you, is a wicked wealthy woman. You just need to unleash her.